You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, Jordan, your usual drink tonight? Yes, thank you. So, where's Eric and Ryan? Uh, They're on their way. I wanted to listen to your latest podcast, but where can I download the episodes again? You can download all of our episodes at movieguyspodcast.podme.com. You can also find us on every social media platform. Every social media platform? That's awesome. Hey, it looks like your friends are here. Let me get the first round for you guys. Holy hell. Is there going to be a movie this year besides Fast Times or Ridgemont High that I'm going to love? I've seen this movie before. This is just an action movie where they're like, hey, 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 let's just throw darts at a dartboard. Let's make it different. Oh, I, here's an idea. They can't die. How is this any different than Extraction? Uh, Eric, Eric, tell me how this is different. Well, what's different about this one from Extraction is that they're not extracting somebody. They're welcoming somebody into their elite club of Im- Im- immortality and where they they have the special ability to still feel all of the pain of dying over and over and over again. They have no idea why. And, um, and yeah, and, and for that reason... Uh, IMDb is giving this a 6.7, which I think we agree with, Ryan. Uh, no, I, I don't agree with this. It's, it's a very boring movie. <laughs> I I felt old by the Thank time you. it was over. Thank you, Ryan. I think so I'm, I'm, surpri- I'm just surprised because usually, like, I'm not, like, a deep follower of Netflix movies, like the original movies, but I... Usually, I thought they were usually good, but now we've done two in a row, and like my faith has been rattled. Well, yeah, because they used to like set the bar because hey, we got to compete against movies in the theater. We got uh, we you know we got to compete against you know Oscar award winning movies. Hey, wait a minute, there's a there's a pandemic going on. Let's just let's just shell out the shit. Well, this movie would have been in production way before. The virus was even discovered back in November, but I mean, I, I, if they, if this movie would have gone to theaters, I don't think it would have made any money. Well, it's because of our. I'm gonna go right off the bat and say it, and I want you guys to prove me wrong because I'm trying to think about this. It's because of their star, Charlize Theron. Really, I, I'm, I'm looking back at her filmography. And the only thing that she's done that I've seen, now I'm sure there's others, but I've not seen, maybe. But the only thing she's ever done great has been Monster, and that's kind of still to this day what she's been riding the coattails of. She sucks. Well, Mad uh, Max Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road would be the most recent one. That's a big th- action th- movie. Thank you. No, okay. well, no okay. Okay. wait a minute. Fury stop. Okay. You're, you're both... Stop. It, it, Atomic Blonde was the most recent one that we did, and we, we reviewed that show, uh, that movie on this show. Right, but we he said did, good. But she was good movie. Yeah, good. She wasn't good. That movie wasn't good. That movie had a she, sweet ass fight scene, and that was about it. 
Exactly. Oh, they'll give that. Well, let's 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 not gloss over the the sex scene that's in that movie. That's pretty well pretty well choreographed <laughs> as well. There you go. But she's she's becoming this action star now. Is she? She's always been. After Monster, what did she do a few years later? After Monster, Eon Flux, that MTV anime cartoon. Yeah. Like that movie was terrible. I mean, but before that, she's you know in lesser actiony movies, Devil's Advocate, maybe for instance, Mighty Joe Young. That was way, but be- Devil's Advocate was way before, and she was decent. Okay, Charlize Theron is good with drama because I really like Devil's Re- uh, Devil's uh, Advocate. I actually really enjoy that movie a lot. I actually seen that about a month ago on Netflix. Like that movie, love that movie. Good movie. I like Mad Max Fury. I, I I love Max Mad Max Fury Road, but she doesn't do really anything in it besides just drive a fucking semi. I mean, since Monster, I don't think she's a, done anything. A, Italian job. Great. Oh, well, since Monster, that move. The Italian jobs is gay, but like, <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, but Monsters just it was just such just this big hyped great movie. Did it win her the Oscar or was she nominated? I mean, she had to be nominated at least. She won. Okay, she won the Oscar. She debutified herself, so of course she was going to win. She's in Bombshell, I guess. That's, that's uh, bad, too. That's bad, too. Re- Let's see. Going, going through her IMDb, the last, well, I mean, 2019, so just last year, she was in this really good movie called Long Shot. It's a romantic comedy with Seth Rogen, where Wait, she runs for is president. She good in it? Is yeah. she good in it? She's good in it. She's good in Tully the year, from the year before. Um, I, have not, I have not seen... Uh well actually I have seen Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious just in general is bad. She's in that. We reviewed it on this show because we review yeah. all the best the Furious movies. Because I'm a I'm a fan. I am on board. We're going fast, boys. We're going fast and furious. She's also in the Huntsman, which I think we did. We also reviewed that one. I think a long time ago. We did not ago. review the hunt. We did not review the Huntsman. I no. think you're lying. No, no, you and Ed tried to pull on this on me a few years ago. A lot of movies that were never reviewed that you guys still to this day swear that we reviewed. So don't pull that shit on me. I think <laughs> if we had the old archives, we'd be able to go back there and check. But I have the it, old archives. Instead it's of on having, the dot com. Instead of suffering <laughs> from this Mandela effect. It's on the dot com. Okay, Every though. single episode ever. Then make sure everyone to visit us at that website and check out the Huntsman Winter's War. It's not on there. And I will end the argument on this one. If you go to the dot com and you type in search, you type in Howl, oh, no, our we first did. review ever, it's there. Did we do we didn't do Snow White? This is Snow White and the Huntsman? That was a long no. time ago. No. That's it. We were no. Really... <laughs> that was way before. <laughs> no. <laughs> we did no. What was the movie, by the way, that you and Ed swear that we reviewed? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. I, I I'll, I'll sure okay. I'll remember later on. Oh, uh, right. oh, uh, that that um, oh goodness, the game night. We did not. We review reviewed game, game night. night. Yes, we, we did, did not Jordan. Review game yes, night. we did. <laughs> it's not there. It's not there. Anyway, it's not there. So, as you guys can tell that's listening to this show, we're not talking about the movie because Ryan hit it on the head. Uh, I, this movie's boring. It's just absolute garbage boring. I mean, what an interesting concept, right? You got a bunch of executives saying, all right, we're going to make another stupid action movie with Charlize Theron. How are we going to make this different? Here's an idea. 
They're immortal. They can't die. <laughs> well, Sweet. Cut, cutting the silly voices up. But yeah, basically there is a rogue number of people. Uh, what's it? F- five, right? Um, four? That uh, they don't... Four. They, uh, uh, well, the new edition, I guess, yeah. But uh, uh, that they just happen to, to know each other through the course of time because they revive. They instantly heal. Not not even just are immortal, but like they have this power that they are instantly almost uh, healed from any injury that they that they suffer from any battle that they have. So we have people like who I are the, crusaders. You know, it's the Wolverine effect. Yeah, uh, it's probably a better way to put that. But um, yeah, and they are connected, but because they have dreams of each other, and once they meet, then they don't have dreams of each other anymore. And they do missions that they believe is for the good of, I guess, humanity. Well, they have failed. Clearly, she even says on the movie. One of the things. Okay, so my wife had Did no interest know? in seeing this at all. No, she didn't. Because, okay, so, Eric, you always want to hear a Gina story, right? So yeah. last so last week, we do a review of Fast Times, which has been released tonight. Uh, automatic time. Yay. And I sit down, I'm like, hey, we changed the schedule. We're going to do Old Guard. And she goes, what the hell is that? So I play the trailer. She looks at me and says, that's stupid. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> so last night, I'm in my garage, you know, that I turned into a bar. I'm sitting here trying to keep my eyes open and the laugh out loud. I laughed so hard. Gina heard me and came out is when is when she got the new recruit. So in the movie, there is this woman who was a U.S. Marine that gets her throat slit and she heals and they dream of her. So then they're going to pretty much kidnap her and say, hey, guess what? You're immortal like us. So you're going to join your team and you have no other choice. So fuck off. And I laughed out loud, guys. Because they're in the plane, this cargo plane, right? And I'm, I'm trying to make sense of this scene. She's explaining to the new recruit what's happening. Charlize Theron is explaining to this new recruit on a cargo plane in midair what's going on. They have a chick fight, which is not good at all, right? And then she pretends to shoot the pilot. And then when she knocks down the new recruit, says... You can't speak Russian because all I told him to say was play dead. Like, what the fuck? Just terrible dialogue. Terrible <laughs> a- action. Like, oh Wait, my Wait, what are you talking God. about, Jordan? That, that comes back at the climax. Right? That's called back to during the climax. Where it's it's ugly. Yeah. It, it's also used very very uh, stupidly in that scene as well. Yeah, it doesn't, say, it doesn't, doesn't make it good. It doesn't make it any better. It, There's no uh, payoff with that. <laughs> it everything think, about it just, just seemed kind of ri- ridiculous. And here's the thing too: is that the guy who played Booker did everyone else guess? It's like okay, he's the backstabber. Oh like, yeah, like super I, easy. But here's super the thing: easy. here's the thing, and I'm not even kidding you when I say when I say this because this movie was starting out that it has been established that this group of four, this core group of four, have been together for a very long time. We're talking hundreds of years. They, they've been together for a long, long time, okay? And I thought to myself, no, there's no way that that guy would would betray any of these guys because, like, he's been with these guys for hundreds of years, you know? Like, they have – what they have is more than even just more of a – you know what I mean? Like, 
for them for, and for what cost like they they all they're all still are forever living together so i i thought to myself there's no way that he could be the backstabber because it just he would gain nothing from it and for them to to have the situation where he eventually does backstab the group because he's he's become i guess suicidal that he's wishing for death kind of thing is like oh maybe that this science guy who's a horrible fucking pick whoever casted him get uh, get him out of there and i did not like him at all he he should have died immediately and uh, what what i'm saying is that for booker to to say that i guess was it was just so poorly written for the character why did he need to do that? And then for him to be forgiven so immediately after that, too, because they are sharing this curse, you know? It's like I had so many questions about who who these people were, like this. And then they establish a punishment after that, too, right? That we're just not going to see you for 100 years. It just seemed so, so I don't know, comically written. Ryan, what would you say about that? Oh, I mean... This is a very standard. They use all the tropes in the books in this bad boy. You can, I, I guessed it was Booker from the moment they got set up because Booker's the one dealing with the guy. So it's very obvious. Um, I, I, I think the most interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, the most interesting parts of the movie is when they go into their backstory and like the mythos of how this all exists and stuff. And once they come uh like that stuff is cool like when they're like oh we met in the crusades oh she was you know plunged to the the depths of the ocean and she dies every five minutes that sort of thing like that's pretty cool but when they get into modern day and like the part that made me laugh out loud was the dream bit when they're, yeah. they wake up they wake up on the train and they're all like trying to quickly recount the dream and i was like that's it that's how you find each other they just dream you just dream each other into existence that's and then the very point, yeah. and then yeah. the very next scene, she's she's there to kidnap her from the army base, and I'm like, well, how the fuck did she sneak into the army base, right? How do they get away? Like people, like those are not, especially if you're in a combatant territory, like they were in the Middle East, so there would be patrols. It makes no sense. It, it absolutely makes no sense, and you actually reminded me of that woman that dies every five minutes. Like, oh my god, talk about torture, right? But then also the fucking uh, new recruit even says, like, but uh, I don't know if she says it, but there's a line somewhere is like, I don't know if she says it or Charlize Theron says or whatever, but something about like, well, when do you die? And they're like, you know, it just takes longer for you to heal and eventually you just won't heal anymore. Like, that's it. Yeah, and it just happens. 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 So there's some fate uh, of it. And this is where I guess we only get a taste because the, again, the, um, there have been two villains in this that have flip-flopped and had been forgiven. So Copley is the other one where he was once, uh, I guess, a a client. And then he he was, uh, you know, uh, Charlie says like, no, no, we don't do repeats, I guess. Right. And uh, that's when we first find that he's the double crosser. Uh, so again, two double crosses in this movie, but I guess they work for the same person, so it might be the same. But anyway, uh, for for Copley, he has done all this research, and for some reason, like he he's, he's done all this before, 
right? Uh, before doing like the before kidnapping them, so he knows very well before double crossing who these people are. Why wouldn't he? I I don't know. Like why would he want to kill them then? Why would he want to set them up? He like, wanted to prove. He wanted to prove that that's they they were who they who he thought they were. So that set up prove. Uh, yeah, stupid. I, I, yeah, I, I stupid. I can understand that. Like, oh well, maybe I'll just kill these people then, and that'll prove my my theory. I, I guess. Yeah, I'm with Jordan to say that's kind of stupid because you just did all that. You've obsessed for it already. I would think that you have kind of a, enough in front of you. I mean, enough to at least. I don't know. I, I would have at least, instead of double-crossing them, I would have been like, hey, listen, uh, you guys should check this out. I have probably get, we probably have never seen something like this before and shown them, and that would get them on their side, you know? And Well, I mean, basically cut to the ending of the movie. <laughs> I have the a entire right question movie. for you, though. But, 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 okay, so, like, I, have, I actually have, like, a screenplay writer's question for you. What happens if you cut off one of their heads? And you Highlander. like throw that. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, like, what if somebody, like, you know, shot her, right? Shot, shot her, stay around, or one of them, right? And while they're laying there dead, because in the opening of the movie, when they get double crossed, she's like, oh, fuck, and they all get blown away, right? Uh, they're, they're there for a good hot minute, right? They're just laying there dead for a hot minute. Why can't somebody cut off her head, literally chuck it into the middle of the ocean? What happens? Is she dead officially? Who's does to sir, say? Does you know what I mean? So I, like, that's I just would like to stupid. I would like to think that the entire body regenerates, a la Deadpool, where now you can just have multiples. But at first, it starts off as like a baby body, so they got this giant head that they can't really hold up as they're trying to sword fight with people. Is that what they're? That's a good explanation. So, so, so somebody cuts off Charlie Theron's head, and then it's a baby body that grows. Got it. Perfect. That'd be great. It, That'd be it great. takes a little bit because you know the neck muscles aren't as strong. Why can't these just be literally vampires? Like, why can't it be not a traditional vampire sense? This is not a traditional uh, action movie with the point of the the heroes can't die. Like, why can't they just say, you know, that they're vampires but modern? You know, like they could be in sunlight. I, they're really fast. They're really good, but they need to drink blood. You know, like why can't they do something for, like that? I think they're going for the, these are like the the guardians of of Earth and of, of like the, the 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 timeline. You know, I think well then say that then in the movie say that. But they do. They kind of explain it when he has his uh, very well laid out uh, premise on the on the boards, and he's like, "She was here when this happened." You know, two generations later, this good thing happened. They saved this person, so two generations, this good thing happened. And uh, Iris is her name Iris, or she has some weirder name. The new lady, Niall. the army lady, Nile. That's what it is. She has a weird name, Nile. She's she says that oh, uh, Charlize Theron couldn't see it because she's so deep in it. Which you know that's that's the problem with with Charlize Theron's characters. She thinks they failed, but that's because she just can't see the bigger picture. She's in the woods, but she can't see the forest because of all the trees. Yeah. So you guys are both telling me that they pretty much spell it out that these people are the guardian angels, pretty much of Earth humanity. Of humanity? I I, I think that this movie is as I'm watching it is setting up for it to be. Uh, some sort of franchise, you know, like there need, there's going to be more to it. Like there's a lot more story they want to explain 
and I think that's what they're trying to go for. And I, this it didn't need to be that. I guess this would have played better as a series. Oh yeah, serious. And speaking of that too, let's. What's with the title, Old Guard? I, is it because this she's is old the as old, fuck? She's they're old, old man. Yeah, is that it's it? Centuries. Is that the, really? Age is question up, mark. Like two question marks even. I mean, get get a better Three, title. Four, then. five question marks. I don't. Know. I don't know. Like, just fuck me. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, 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 I don't She probably did fuck God. Jesus Christ, man. That's how old as she is. All right. Well, fuck me then, I guess. I just. All right. How do you, how do you guys it... feel about the stinger that we get six months later after the story is wrapped up? Oh, yeah. The, Eric, go, go ahead. The, the soap opera uh, organ playing in the background. Uh, the reveal is. Um, I think it's pretty weird is that because Charlie's Andy, her name is, uh, says that, oh, well, one of us died before. And then they, they said, oh, yeah, well, another one died, too. She's like, oh, yeah, well, another one died, too. But we don't know if they guess they died. She, uh, they just presume her to be dead. Uh, her partner, her life kind of partner, Quinn, uh, who are is just as ancient as she is, I guess. Uh, when She's the one... She's yeah, the one who gets sunk, sunk to the bottom of the sea. Yeah, what an amazing kind of uh, torture scene right there. If um, if you can never die, if you just instantly regenerate, what they did was, yeah, they put her in like a, some sort of sarcophagus, threw her in the bottom of the ocean, and that's, there she is just to, to lay in the watery grave and just, just die or just constantly drown, regenerate back to life, and then drown again. What a nightmare. I I don't actually don't know this stinger because I turned it off right when it ended. So what, what what's the stinger? Booker, drunk, coming from uh, you know, coming back home into Paris, France. He opens the door, but he finds that the door has been open for him. And he, when he enters the apartment, he finds Quinn with a, drinking a glass of water, and she goes, "Hi, you're you must be Booker." And then fades so, black. And and Quinn is the girl that was submerged and dies every five minutes in Correct. the water. That is, yep, that'd be the one. No explanation. She just she's just there, Shut like up. magic, like screenwriting magic. She is there. Well, that's supposed to get us excited for Old Guard Two. I'm assuming for no reason. But you're right, Eric. That is a what what torture that is. Absolutely perfectly like, timed. Right, conveniently to happen right around the time that she Andy is no longer immortal. She's not regenerating as fast as she was or at all even at this point so uh yeah and then we have nile who's now kind of uh, uh accepted her role as maybe uh this this old guard you know team member that that uh, this crew is on here too uh yeah it it feels like wow. the only two believable characters are the couple are the the guys um joe and nikki who are, are kind of like, you know, hey, we're cursed, but we, at least we found each other kind of as, as we're living this curse together type of thing. At least, I don't know, that seemed to be the only believable kind of thing. That maybe because they didn't go too deep into their characters, so enough to where it could spoil it like they did with the other ones. This movie is just like any 80s stupid action hero movie, really. And they, they just added a new twist to it. I mean that that's literally all they did and that's that just irritated me throughout the whole movie. I mean like be extraction or or not be 
or even a movie that's worse than Extraction, that this movie's on par with, Rainbow Last Blood. I mean, just be that. I mean, why do you have to go with this immortal route? It's just so stupid. Sounds like some Highlander stuff. But there's a why? Why? Why would you? Oh, it's Highlander? based. It's based off of a comic book, I do believe, and I think, I think the guy who wrote the comic book also did the screenplay, which leads me to believe they had to condense a bunch of stuff. So, like maybe they took, like maybe the entire story of the series that ran and condensed it down into this movie. Yeah, which is uh, again why I would say that this would play a lot better as maybe a ten episode series. Right. Then to just do it as a ten episode series. Eric is hundred percent right on that. Like it's like oh my uh, or six. They didn't condense. They didn't yeah. condense a whole fucking uh, comic book series of Walking Dead into one two hour movie. Like what the fuck? This movie is is so bad because it has so many questions and not a lot and not a lot answered. And I am not a Charlize Theron fan. I like her in Monster and I like her in Fear Road. And that's about it, because I've seen a few other movies that she's been in since Monster, up to Fury Road, and they're and they're dog shit. She's not an action hero. If I had to choose between her and uh, Milia Jovovich, right from Resident Evil, I sure. would pick Milia. I would pick Milia, because Amelia can do the slow mo kick ass shit at least. Charlize Theron is not an action hero. Well, don't tell Stop. her that. Well, she's not very bright then. She has to understand that her strengths are fucking drama. She's great in Monster, and she didn't do a whole hell of a lot in Fury Road besides Drive, and there was some drama with it, so I'll go with her on that one. But other than that, she's not good as action, guys. Stop doing it. I don't think we're, we're disagreeing with you here. It's not her strongest. I wouldn't say that she's horrible at it. She's horrible at it. She's horrible just like Scarlett Johansson is. Have you guys seen fucking Lucy? That I mean, was come on. not her. Well, no. That she was signed not her on fault. to it. It is her fault. Because Morgan, Morgan Freeman was in that one too, Jordan. He does shit anyway because he's Morgan fucking Freeman. <laughs> I think that Charlize Theron is a good actress, but I don't think she is the type of actor that can elevate material. She's what she's given, you know, if she's good in it, like if she's memorable in it, it's usually because the movie around her and the script is memorable and good. Um, like I said, Tully, uh, Fury Road. But if you got something um, like North Country, which is Ooh, a serious that's... drama, she's not very yeah. good. Like she's oh, yeah. like the movie itself is very meh and she's not she doesn't stand out in it. I think I, I I think she's the type of actor that you know she's competent, but she's really only as good as the material she's given. Mm-hmm. Well, well, she also well, see that's the flaw with this movie. Then they got to give us another A list or another hey everybody knows this B list actor role to 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 feed with her like uh, like a Christina Ritchie in Monster or a Tom Hardy. And, and and Mad Max. She needs that counterpart, and all these people are nobodies. Well, Matthias Schoenarts, the guy that plays um, Booker, he, for a couple years ago, I want to say like maybe 2013 is when he really hit, um, he was like, you know how Hollywood will go through phases where they have that one European actor that they cast in all these movies? 
That sure. was Matthias Schoenarts for a while. Like, they had Nomi or Pace, whatever, the, the original girl with the dragon tattoo. She was in a bunch of movies for a couple years before she disappeared. Sure, that was right. Matthias Schoenarts. Um, he's actually a really good actor. Um, Rust and Bone, it's a French movie. He's fantastic in it. Um, but, yeah, he is very bland, uh, very poorly. I think, I think he is poorly cast in this movie. I mean, you just got to have that other person, though. I mean, like, Ryan, I get what you're saying in 2013 that this guy who played Booker. I'm was, saying was that's sucking. what they tried. They, the thing you're saying, I think they tried that, and I think they just picked the wrong person. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could put an Adam Driver in that role. Or maybe that's just because I'm in a love affair with Adam Driver right now. Sure. Adam, Adam Driver, Driver would have done so great in that role. Adam Driver could do no wrong. <laughs> So, I mean, have you seen Lucky Seven? I'm just saying. And also, there's other movies in Reichlift. I just had not, I just had sex. I'm going to have nachos. Greatest moment of my life. Like, he's this amazing actor. So, oh, he would have been was, good. Is that the F word? Is that the F word? Well, I think they changed the title, but the, yeah, I read that. I read that script a, a while ago. I think it was called the F word then. But, I mean, marriage story. I mean, like, Again, I'm just probably have a love affair with Adam Driver, and I get what you're saying, Ryan, that they're trying to do it with this guy who played Booker. But that was 2013. This is now 2020. Back then, 2019, when they filmed it, they should have had somebody to balance off of her that was equal playing field in her stardom, or just below it, where people know him enough to where it's like okay, because I know who that fucking guy was. I had no idea. He's not a recognizable face. You know, well, and, they and that's also, where she—that's where her strength comes in. I don't think, I don't think it would have mattered, to be honest, Jordan. I think I think the plot is what it is, and the actor wouldn't have made the difference. But they had to have have I don't know change that up. Had there been like um, I don't know some sort of maybe a bait or a trap, but not not a, a double cross. It just seems so fucking silly. It it it's it's, but, it's but, standard. But again, it, it it's it now we have a setup for for there to be an opposition. Of of Quinn and Booker, and they join forces to become you know the the bad guys, the the bad immortals, and then the other three left because Andy's not, are uh, you know it, it's it just it's gonna be silly if they go that route of like this this kind of light and dark good and evil type thing again, and, and how like how they do it like that I I'm gonna pass on this. Well, yeah, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to have the sequel be at the end of the sequel. She's, I mean, she's going to get her powers back. That's just how it's going to go. There should not be a sequel, but that's how they're going to do it because that's how stupid they are. Well, we'll see. I mean, I can't disagree with you because we're also going to get uh, Extraction 2. Yeah, we discussed that. I don't know how the, uh, anyway. He's dead! Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's the... Eric, your fucking rule. Body, no body, no death. There was a body. There was definitely a body. He died. Oh, stupid. Oh, well, no, I mean, no, he fell into the water, right? From, from like yeah, 100 feet up. Uh, yeah, and then the guy After being shot the in the end, neck. And, uh, he, Jesus Christ. This movie's so stupid. Like, oh god, uh, who said it? Was it was it Eric or Ryan? I think it was you, Eric. That just at the beginning of this episode tonight, that I thought Netflix movies were supposed to be good. Was that you, Eric? No, that might have been like, Ryan. That might have been Ryan. I it just 
wh- whoever said that, you're 100% right. Because back in the day, even what I mean by back in the day is not even two years ago when somebody said, oh, it's a Netflix movie. Oh, God, I got to watch this. Because it had – a Netflix release movie had like a stigma to it. Like, oh, this was something good. I will go as, as recent as Bird Box to where I don't like Bird Box. We, re- we reviewed Bird Box as a movie guys podcast. But like I can see the appeal to Bird Box. So it's like, okay, like that's the kind of stuff I'm, 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 I'm expecting. But no – I get Extraction, I get I.O. that we reviewed last year, Eric, if you remember that. Yeah, I and, do remember that. Oh, my God. And, and and we get this, and it's like, Jesus, tap dancing Christ on the cross. Like, what the fuck? It's just oh, terrible, terrible movies. Isn't the guy who... Um, the guy who played Copley, did he... Never mind. I thought I was like, was it wasn't he in IO? I was like, nope, it was another guy. I don't, I don't care. I don't it, care it, at this point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This movie's bad. So well, let's just get into it. Ryan, what is going to be your popcorn rating? It's not going to be surprising. I'll give it a small bag. Small bag for me. Um, it we we you know we talked about basically everything that is really worth talking about in this movie it's just boring it's competently made um it has that one really well done action sequence when she's killing people slaughtering people in the church um after they get attacked but i mean outside of that it's not really interesting um the ending is dumb like the climax of it's dumb the stinger it it's just an eye roll how bad it is um yeah i was surprised about how how let down i felt though i guess i shouldn't have been after extraction um but yeah easily a small bag all right yeah uh same here i'll give it a small bag only because if you want some dumb action fun like rambo last blood or extraction then sure this would be the movie for you but other than that, like, I'm never going to even think of this movie again after this review. Like, this movie was that stupid. <laughs> like, 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 I'll think of Dolomite more than what I think of this movie. Oh, because Dolomite was a fun movie. It was pretty bad. I give that a bad review. But I just, and it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just your standard action trope. We've seen this time and time again. It's just the only thing that's different is they can't die. And it's like, no, just fuck you. I mean, that, that's my review. Fuck you. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, like, be creative. Do something different. Okay, great. So you want to have you want to have your heroes be immortal. Why? Come on and just flat out tell us. Don't have us think about it. Just come on and flat out tell us why they're immortal. Let us feel for these characters and their suffering of being alive for hundreds of years. Like, let us understand that struggle of having to deal yeah. with it. You also got to think about how dumb the layout is, right? They tell us all these cool things that these people did, like, oh, they fought in the Crusades, they made it through the Dark Ages, the Renaissance, the the Spanish Inquisition, you know, Civil War, they fought and all that stuff. And what what's the plot of this movie? They have to stop an, uh, a pharmaceuticals company from stealing their DNA? That's pretty shitty. Yeah, I guess. That's dumb. It's pretty shitty. Because like, yeah, because they got discovered. They he, Copley has been following them, and it's just like okay, I think we should take them. And then yeah, the, the pharmaceutical company was just like, well, I want them because it'll cure diseases. And 
Yes, money. somehow we would, it would somehow we cure it. So yeah, small. He bag also has a, he also has so. a small army at his disposal there too, which was just weird. What villain? What villain doesn't? At this yeah, point, yeah, it, it was just right. It was silly that they just kind of all oh, they were all in the, the the workplace building too. Eric, what is your popcorn rating for old guard? Small bag for sure. Um, I'm giving a small bag just because of some fun action sequences. Not all of the action sequences were fun. Uh, I had to watch this movie in parts to get through it for this review, to be honest with you. Um, the characters, I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the actor's fault. Uh, I, I think it's just the story, hard story on this one. Um, it's a, it's just a it's just a small bag, man. I did, I did not like the story or where anything was going it just seemed kind of kind of silly if you want to see a better church killing sequence then go watch the kingsman right you know that's that's going to be your answer for that one um but uh, yeah that's that's a small bag well small bag across the board here for this one i think for first time in a long time all three of us are in agreement like this is just not good at all, but if you want to check out Old Guard after hearing our review, or if you have seen it before, check it out on Netflix. It's free for you guys. Well, not free, but you know what I mean. It's on Netflix for everybody to check out. Next week, we're going to continue with our teen sex comedies. Uh, it was originally titled the '80s teen sex comedies, but after Risky Business, I think we're going to expand it. So it's just going to be called the teen sex comedies. And next week, we're going to be reviewing the last American version. Virgin, uh, and then we're getting into Risky Business that Ryan's been begging for for a few months, which I've never seen Risky Business. Oh, you'll like it. Yeah, that's good. All, all I know is the, uh, you know, like the underwear scene, you know, that's all I know. Oh, it's got, it's got uh, two of the, uh, like if you're like a teenager, two of the, you know, really good sex scenes. I mean, very artfully done. Oh, great. Can't wait. So we'll be starting out with you guys next week for the last uh, American Virgin. And then after that, we're starting a new series with our directors and their last films they ever made. And that will kick it off with Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut. I've not seen that one since probably 2010. So it's been 10 years since I've seen that one. I'm really excited to revisit that one. I remember hitting pause a lot. Yep. Just like Starship Troopers. Nobody oh, that else. pause. Okay. Nobody else. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Make sure to check us out on our dot com, movieguyspodcast.poppy.com, all the social media platforms. And we'll be back for another great episode. But before we go, real quick, I do want to uh, have Ryan get this chance. We did not rehearse this. So, Ryan, can you do me a favor, real quick? Can you please plug what is going on right now in the world of Ryan with your show with Elise? So, everybody oh. knows. Yeah, uh, me and my wife are pregnant with our first child, and um, we started this little project called the Baby Project Podcast. Originally, it started as sort of um, question questions and answers that maybe one day our child would want to hear, but we thought we were kind of funny, and our parents uh, really liked it, so we thought other people would want to hear it, and it's on this channel. Um, if you are subscribed to Movie Guys Podcast, you will get it. Um, I don't know what day it releases. I think it's Wednesdays. Um, yeah, it's fun. This week we did fur babies, um, talking about our pets. Fur babies, isn't that nice? And there's another show that you're going to do too, or are we going to announce that yet for you? 
We can. Um, Jordan's brother and I uh, lived together for a year um, last year in 2018, and we became really good friends. And we are doing this podcast called Late Night Rentals about movies that um, you would have seen out of the corner of your eye walking through the video store. Um, something about the cover uh, caught your interest or something about the title caught your interest. Um, our first episode is uh, we watched Johnny B. Good. Uh, a 1988 teen sex comedy starring Anthony Michael Hall and Robert Downey Jr. Um, it's a fun show. Uh, so far, the movies aren't too great, but hopefully they will get better. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but you can check all those other shows are part of our Movie Guys Podcast Network here. You just type in movieguyspodcast.podbean.com or any of your podcast uh, apps that you currently have on your phone. And all the shows that we produce are on there, and uh, we will release our weekly schedule so everybody knows when each episodes are going to be released because there have been some comments on our Twitter feed of when are these episodes actually coming out. So that will be announced to you guys on Twitter here within a couple days. But thank you so much for listening to this most favorite episode of Movie Guys podcast. We'll be back next week for The Last American Virgin. Have a good night.